0: why what was the reason i feel like a lot of authors just do that to throw that in like hey now they have another issue that's probably gonna put a wedge between the relationship fine yeah it's just what pad. hey guys welcome back to the podcast hope you are doing well it has been a small okay it's been like a month or half or something type of- it's been some time since i've recorded an episode and i've just been coming up with ideas just some content i can give you guys before the end of the year before the end of the season and i've been watching a lot of steph broher i hope i'm saying her last name right videos lately i've loved her videos so so much and one of her videos actually was a tier list on romance tropes and i thought why don't I do that since I think I'm such a YouTuber doing this podcast? And yeah, I'm pretty excited to do this episode, I've been wanting to do it for a while even before I saw that video but it just pushed me to do it more so yeah I think this is exciting a lot of you have been asking for this and now I'm doing it! So I hope you enjoy the episode and want more, if you want more episodes like this just let me know. Um, yeah i don't have much to say thank you guys so much for the support though you guys still support me despite me being so in- unactive these days unfortunately i've been just swamped with school and i might be going back to the volleyball team now i'm not sure yet and it's just been a lot to struggle but you guys are still supporting more supporting as ever and i love you so much for it. really exciting things coming soon so i hope you enjoyed this fun little episode i have for you guys so I want to stop talking and get into this because there's a lot to um, tier here. So let's go. Okay, so in a lot of the videos that I've seen people do this, they named their um, like their tier list differently. Like whichever like category goes in, they named it their own. So I did make some of my own. So the best of the best is called if I were to die this this would be heaven <laughs> and then we got damn who got you smiling like that and then oh she's a little cute which is a third one it's not that bad which is fourth and then simply atrocious is just disgusting like I hate it <laughs> um I thought this was a little funny and just nice to do and then I put a lot a bunch of tropes that I found online and some of my personal favorites and I will be referencing like what books make me think of that trope not necessarily only on pad, but books that I've read because I've been reading a lot more recently so yeah let's get into this okay so the first trope on here is teacher-student now when I think about this I go to oh she's a little cute now the reason for this is because I necessarily don't have like anything against teacher student books is just for me if I were to read that type of book it has to be a very very specific book because if I think back there's probably only two books that I can think of that were actually really good with this trope and I think it's a very difficult trope to write. To begin with because again, it is illegal <laughs> um, and some, a lot of the time the age gap is huge. So, I'm just well, not actually, that's a lie. Sorry, um, the age gap isn't that bad, but still, like, for me, is it like the best would it be the trope I'd be looking for when it, so somebody tells me uh, about a book? No, absolutely not. So, yeah, um, oh, she's a little cute, that's where a teacher student goes. Okay, so next trope on the list is force proximity immediately 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 (laughs) it goes to if I were to die this would be heaven now the thing is I came on Wattpad um at the time where forced proximity was super huge where most of the time most of the books that I read were enemies to lovers where um the girl thought she was quirky and hated the popular And stuff like that. And I read a lot of books like that at the time. Of course, my reading romance drama has evolved since then, but I'm definitely still hung on to when um to that forced proximity. I love it, I love it, I love it when people don't want to be together, but they have to. It just makes everything so much spicier and I love it. I love it. So yeah, um, forced proximity goes to number one. Next one would be Mafia Romance. Now, a lot of people might oh no, never mind, I'm a liar. Bad boy and bad girl is next now a lot of people would hate me on this one but wait no sorry bad boy good girl yeah a lot of people might not disagree but that goes for me it's not that bad now the reason for this i just feel like the trope is so repeated it's dated for me (laughs) i feel like if i were to actually enjoy a bad boy good girl book it has to be so good because to be honest i'm really sick of the, the saying she's different from other girls simply because she likes to read or wears glasses I'm just really sick of that trope so for me personally it's not that it's a bad trope it's just overdone and that is what my issue is with books lately that are cliche because it's done with this trope and it is it is for a younger audience like people of my age group but because I read more books that deal with more serious topics or maybe just more new adult which i should not be doing but it's just better i'm just so sick of cliches so yeah sorry that was a little rude but yeah that's where it's going for me it's not that bad okay so next one is mafia romance and this one goes to oh she's a little cute and the reason for this is because Is that I don't read mafia romances as much as I used to. And reading one for me is so much work now. Because it it takes a lot of time before characters actually end up doing something. And so it's so aggressive and stuff. So for me personally, the only recent good mafia romance I've read recently. Is probably uh, Milo by Liza. I just, sorry I keep saying her name wrong. I'm so sorry. Liza um that's probably the best one i've read recently and that's just my personal opinion yeah um i don't like them as much as i used to i'm, I'm kind of over it <laughs> um next is grumpy sunshine and for me that goes damn who got you smiling like that simply because is it the best of the best no but i love this trope because it can be so freaking adorable sometimes and sometimes it can be like really like relax I get it you're mad (laughs) so I do love this trope but not as much as I used to I just think it's not there for me (laughs) um bodyguard romance is next and um to be honest I think I'm just gonna put it in it's not that bad because when I think of bodyguard romance I think of literally a bodyguard I believe maybe a and if you take if you interpret it in another way, it means like a guy who's overprotective of someone, like really overprotective. If that's the case, then I would go and she's a little cute or maybe even, damn, you who got you smiling like that? But because it literally says bodyguard romance, I've literally only read one bodyguard romance. And it was pretty good, but I'm not really familiar with that specific trope. It depends on how you interpret it and this is how I'm interpreting it. So yeah, I'm putting it, it's not that bad. Right person, wrong time. Now, who that immediately, immediately goes to simply atrocious. Now, the reason why for this is I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate with a passion when a book um, ends when the people don't end up together. Now, I understand, like, if they were sick or something, that's different. That's a different trope that I actually really enjoy because it gets really emotional. But right person, wrong time, I feel like. Because they'll eventually meet up in the future at the right time. And I hate... Like, okay. Actually, no. Let me bump this up. I'm being a little rude. Because It Ends With Us is literally my favorite book ever. And this has this truck <laughs> So, I think... Yeah, I'll put it in She's a Little Cute. Yeah, I, I was being rude. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She's a little cute. I'm not sure why. Well, that's where we're gonna put it. <laughs> so... The next trope is only one bed. Now this, for sure, absolutely I'm putting it's not that bad. Because again, it's so overused. Like, people use this trope so much to the point where in some books, it's like, it's forced that they only have to share one bed. Like, do you know how... Um, coincidental it is like how much luck you have to have to only be able to share one bed because like in real life there'll probably be like an extra mattress you can ask for or there'll probably be a mattress in the bed at the hotel or something like that there will be a situation where you don't have to share a bed so when this happens in books it's for me you really have to explain the situation for it to actually make sense again that's just me personally but yeah it's it's <laughs> people might hate on me for this um the next one is love at first sight guess where it's going atrocious i hate love at first sight because it's simply not true soulmates don't just meet like that i feel like beating a soulmate already is like the one of the rarest things you could do it's literally it's what one out of seven chances that you can meet your soulmate in your life is is that it i don't know I don't know how it works, but meeting your soulmate is already hard at, to begin with. Having love at first sight, like, you look at that person and you re- directly know you're in love with them. You don't even know their past, their likes, their dislikes. You to have not have one simple conversation. It does not make sense to me. No, 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 no. So, no, it goes in simply atrocious because it's not possible. And then the next one is love triangle. And again, I'm going get to ha- get hate on this, but it also goes in simply atrocious. You do not understand. My hate, my loathing for love triangles. (laughs) I hate, I hate love triangles with a passion. With a passion, guys, a passion. I hate it. Oh, God, I could cry just thinking about it. Love triangles to me are so pointless because you already going into it, you can know who she's going to end up with despite the back and forth, the back and forth. Not only is it a person's waste of time, But, like, reading, it's also so dumb because why would you put yourself in that situation in the first place? I understand the want of liking two guys, but playing them at the same time because you genuinely don't know who you want, even though you really do know who you want, but you're just going to keep doing it because why not? No, that does not make sense to me. I hate love triangles so much, with a passion. I would say It Ends With Us is a love triangle, but it's really not. So if it is considered a love triangle then I would that's the only book I accept. But if it's not considered a love triangle, then no. Absolutely not. There's a specific book on Wattpad. I don't remember the name. I'm gonna look it up real quick now. But there's a specific book on Wattpad that made me really, 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 really hate love triangles. Like after reading that book I said, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with love triangles. I know, I know I said I didn't like them before, I hate them now because this book made me cry on how bad it was like this was this was a type of love triangle when you genuinely did not know who they were going to end up with because the back and forth was simply atrocious there was a part where she actually almost ended up with it. okay here it is it's called the guy next door by nyla campfree i hope i'm saying her last name right um or their last name I'm not sure um they are the book has 38.6 million reads um they haven't been active in a while but that book is pretty old and let's see um for you guys who are interested it's Per kabeth 5599 that's the name this book i hate it with a passion no wonder it's number two in triangle because it is i'm telling y'all this book made me cry so hard it is so bad in a good way, like I love the. Mm, there was so many plot twists. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you get my point. Anyways, so fake dating. I'm gonna put it, in. She's a little cute, cause, not. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's not that bad because really, I. I there was a point in in my life where, I begged for fake dating. stories but now for me again it's a cliche thing where I'm not that interested it has to be a really good book for me to like it I'm very picky with my books now because there's so many options but fake dating for me it's not amazing but it's not terrible either so yeah we're gonna put it in she's a little cute next one is sports romance I know people are gonna kill me for this I hate I love how I'm literally hating on all of these but this goes. It's not that bad, <laughs> cause I'm sick of sports romances. Um, yeah, sports romances for me again are just overdone. Um, uh, I still haven't read the um, off campus series, so um, I might be speak speaking a little too soon, cause everybody says that series is good, and I know I'm gonna like it. However. At the time being, sports romance for me is not that bad because, again, it's overdone. And half the time you're talking about sports, I literally don't give a crap about. All I want to know is about the love story. And it's just, ah, yeah. And there's always drama and it's always like cliche college like when was the last time somebody read a sports romance where the guy was an actually good guy and he wasn't a jerk at from the beginning like you know well you know what i'm trying to say or he didn't have a rule oh i can't date so he sleeps with women but like in a way where they're actually aware that they're getting played like let's yeah no (laughs) so yeah she goes in it's not that bad single parent um we're gonna put this and she's a little cute because I don't love the trope that much, but because of Amber Isabel who wrote the first um FD1 series, simply because of that reason I love that trope so much. Cause seeing Lizzie just I love her so much as a as a character, and I think the single parent is a very interesting trope to go on. So I'm not saying I'm love it but I don't hate it that much. So I think she's a little cute. It's a good trope. Would you put it in everything? No. Accidental pregnancy. Can you hear me clicking? Cause it's going in simply atrocious. This, this trope pisses me off. Except it, except a, a it's spict- a particular book. We ain't gonna talk about it. There's a specific book for those who know who I'm talking about, I think you know who I'm talking about, but accidental pregnancy? Why? What was the reason? I feel like a lot of authors just do that to throw that in. Like, hey, now they have another issue that's probably gonna put a wedge between the relationship. Fun! And when I think about accidental pregnancy, I immediately think to Wattpad, unfortunately. Just boom, boom, boom. Like, no, I hate it, I hate it. I don't even have to speak about this. Bully romance. <clears throat> This will go up to, damn, who got you smile like that. Now, maybe it's because I have some issues. Is that toxic? Maybe. But, <clears throat> I read Punk 57. That's already an explanation enough. <laughs> um, Punk 57 really made me love this trope a lot that I went searching for it. And now I'm kind of addicted. It's kind of an issue. But bully romance? Oh. Like, not bullying to the point where it's like, whoa... You're actually bullying this person. Like, bullying, like, this person is actually terrible, and you actually have some type of right to bully them, but, like, not really, where it's to the point. Yeah, you know what I mean. People who have read Punk 57 know what I mean. And, yes, there are some things in Punk 57 that I do not agree with. However, the trope itself is a pretty good one. So, yes, it's going in, damn, you got who got you smiling like that? <sighs> yeah. Brother's best friend. Oh god, okay. So it's going, it's not that bad. (laughs) Again, just a repeated, repeated, and repeated trope that just bothers me. Like, first off, who does your, okay, the whole, like, and every, I'm telling you, in every brother's best friend book, the brother always has a bad reaction. That's one. Who gave you the right to tell your sister to not date your best friend? Like, she, technically, isn't he the best person to be with her if you think about it? Because he knows you so well, and she he knows her so like like I don't get it. Um, yeah, I just don't like that trope as much as I used to. And again, I read I read that singular book that just ruined everything for me. Friends with benefits to lovers. Ugh, goes all the way up to damn who got you smiling like that. Omg, this trope makes me so happy because again i think immediately to um fd1 now a lot of people complain about that book being too with their relationship to being too um heavily um concentrated on sex and you know what i agree with you compared to all of amber's books that one is definitely the most heated however I do think this trope is really interesting because I love it when they're friends with benefits and then they start to realize, oh, we ain't playing no more. We cuddling and, and stuff now. So, <laughs> I just really love that trope a lot and I think it's so underrated, I feel like. Yeah, I do feel like that. So, yeah, I think it, I, it goes in Damn Who Got You Smiling Like That because it does make me smile. I'm smiling right now. Workplace romance. So, I actually... Haven't really read a lot of workplace romances. Um I'm still I still haven't read The Hating Game, which I believe is this trope. However, I already know it goes in damn Who Got You Smiling Like That because you wait, I'm a liar am I a liar? No, I'm not lying. Um if you um it's just really interesting because it's forced proximity and it depends on how the relationship works. Um, usually, it's enemies to lovers, which I love. But like in any situation, you're you have to be with someone. You have to be with someone you're interested in all the time, around all, all, around them all the time, which I think is so interesting. So yeah, I love that trope. That's not really much of an explanation, but we're gonna do it. Enemies to lovers. <clears throat> Excuse me. That goes to Dem who got you smiling like that. Now, is it God tier? The next one is. And I'll explain why enemies to lovers isn't God tier for me. I don't know why, to be honest. (laughs) But, um, why? Okay, I'm typing. Enemies to lovers. For me, it really has to depend on the couple. Because some enemies to lovers, I hate so much. Because they'll be arguing one moment and being all cuddly and stuff at a second moment for me an enemies to lovers has to be a slow burn where it gradually builds up and you can actually see the relationship changing transitioning to something better to something more and some authors do that so terribly trash it's like how do you even consider this an enemies to lovers this is a Enemies to friends, enemies to friends, enemies to friends, friends to enemies, friends to enemies, friends to enemies, to lovers to blah 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 blah. And it, it just keeps going back and forth. Some of them I've seen, they're still arguing by the end of the book and then they all finish by going to prom together or something and getting married. I don't know. Some enemies to lovers are really done really bad. So that's why it's not god tier for me because it has to be specific. But it is a get- goddamn good trope. However, the next one. The next one, friends. Strangers to lovers? This trope? I would die for this trope in my life. Ugh! Strangers- I could cry thinking about it. I'm crying right now. Strangers to lovers is probably the most beautiful thing ever to read about. And there's- when I think about this, there's one specific book I think about. Winter air on Wapad, oh my god. That is the best strangers to lovers I've ever read. It is actually so beautiful. Like, you don't understand. Like, seeing someone, like, strangers, they were literally strangers. They literally met on the street or something like that. I just think it's so beautiful how you transition into each other's lives and then actually fall in love. And then you discover things about each other. You're like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I'm dumping all my stuff. Like, it's so beautiful. I love it so much. So, of course, it's God tier. Of course. Of course. Okay, next one childhood friends to lovers. This one, I'ma put in She's a Little Cute. Now, the reason for this is because childhood friends, for me, I do not like this trope that much. But then, but then, I read A Thousand Boy Kisses and then my whole opinion changed. Now, the beginning of A Thousand Boy Kisses got me questionable. I was like, I knew I would not like this trope. However... The whole book is so beautiful that it just made me like this trope a little more. So yeah, I'm going to give it its credit. Because sometimes it can be really, really interesting. But there's just some aspects. Because like, oh, I remember when you did this. And bringing back things from the past. And oh, blah, 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 blah. And most of the time, like, oh, we're best friends. We can't be together. Blah, blah, blah. I just hate that so much. Just be together. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> Next I want to talk. Sorry. Anyways, next one is slow burn. (laughs) God tear. If I were to die, this would be heaven. Oh my God. Slow burns have my heart. Now, it has to depend because some slow burns are really bad. But when I think of slow burn, I immediately, 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 immediately think to... Going 78 to... I can't speak. Going 78 miles per hour by Nikki Ryder. I know she's going to kill me. I love you, Luna. But, oh my god. Ah! Slow burns are so good. And that slow burn in that book is one of the best. It is the best for me. It's just so good. Like, why wouldn't you want a slow burn? That makes you angsty and get you excited to discover things. To see their, their relationship progress into something absolutely beautiful is Especially if it's physical and mental. Like, ah ah don't even get me started on going 78 miles per hour. That book, I could literally die for it. Like, you don't understand. Anyways, <clears throat> Friends to Enemies to Lovers. This, 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 yeah, this is God tier. <laughs> if I were to die, this would be my heaven. Again, I read Punk 57. <laughs> But I just love this trope a lot because when they went from friends to enemies and when it's done properly, not because of a dumb mis- misunderstanding, but when it's done properly where the actu- the way they actually have a reason to hate each other is like, again, A Thousand Boy Kisses, even though that trope wasn't like most of the book, it did happen. So um, I just love this trope. It's so interesting because you get to see people who used to be so close to each other literally be the opposite and like you wonder why like how did this how did it come to this to the point where you would literally want this person dead like it's actually insane and i just love how you like you don't even go friends to enemies to friends again you go from enemies to lovers like y'all realize y'all weren't friends to begin with y'all was in love and that's why you argue (laughs) no but seriously yeah i think this is a really good trope that is very very underrated actually yeah. So, next one is age gap. <clears throat> God dear. God, God tear. Now, I just find... Sorry. Now, an age gap for me can start from two years to like five, six. There are some age gaps that I have so many... Qu- Why would you do that? Like, I hate age gaps where the girl is 18. But age gaps, for example, a, a girl in her early 20s or and a guy in his late 20s, because these people are in two different times of their life, and you see why sometimes it's a little difficult, and I just find it so interesting to see them actually be able to be in love, because again, somebody in his in their late 30s are already thinking about, okay, what's next, what's the next chapter in my life? Probably a family, kids, getting married, and then somebody in their early 20s is probably still a little bit relaxed, or um, just trying to figure out what school they're going to or what's their future job and, like, it's just stuff. Like, they're still figuring themselves out. They haven't fully lived, I would say. Like, I know you still haven't fully lived at 30, but you you understand what I'm trying to see. Somebody with the the age gap just gives different experiences and I just love that so much. However, there's a point where the age gap is really, really a big problem. Like, it's actually a problem. But most of the time, I do enjoy it. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. So, yeah. One of Us is Famous. Um, I'm gonna put this one, it's not that bad, simply because I haven't read a lot of books with this specific trope. I'm trying to think of one at the top of my head. I mean, I guess the FD series technically does count, but, like, not really, because they weren't famous when they met them, so I can't really count that. So, no, I haven't really touched this... This trope yet, but I do believe it's a good one because it can be very, very interesting, especially if somebody's like very reserved. (gasps) I'm such a liar. Oh my god, wait, there's this book I'm reading. Um, Chasing Alana by my very, 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 very good friend. Um, Chasing Alana has this trope, and there were actually childhood friends that sort of became enemies well, not enemies, but they didn't talk to each other anymore, to be honest that is where I don't like because it was more of a misunderstanding than an actual well no it's yeah it was a misunderstanding and then we're lovers again but anyways I think yeah yeah you get what I'm saying it's an interesting trope but I haven't really touched it yet so I don't hate it but I don't love it love it anyways I hate everyone in the world but you Oh, ho oh, oh, ho oh. This immediately goes if I were to die this would be heaven. Oh my frickin' gosh. Ah this trope. This trope this trope this trope. Do you know how hard it is to actually hate everybody in the world? Like, you don't understand. Like, me personally, I'm such a friendly person. And when I'm mad or I really, I literally don't want to talk to anybody and I want to go to school depressed, I can't do it. Because I always find a reason to be happy whether I'm mad at my mother or my friends or just literally anything. It is impossible for me to stay mad. Like, at one point, something's going to make me smile. Like, whenever I'm down, I just go to YouTube. That makes me smile. Or I read. There's something that's going to make me smile. And unfortunately, I wish I could stay mad because sometimes I really want to be mad, but I can't do it. So seeing somebody who's genuinely mad at the world for the right reasons um, and then finding someone that makes them happy is so, so freaking cute. What I really would like to see is a girl who hates everybody in the world, but it, but a, she likes a uh, a really good boy. I would love to see that. Or he doesn't even have to be a good boy. He can be a bad boy. I don't care. I just want to see that. But I love this trope a lot. So definitely is God tier. If I were to die, this would be heaven. Next is right person. Not enough time. Going right beside this one. If I were to die, this would be heaven. This is because I've read books like... Um... Excuse me. The Fault in Our Stars or All the Bright Places. Or, um ah oh, six f i can't speak five five se not me for you guys know what i'm talking about like the distance book you guys know what i'm talking about the one where um call it you guys know what i'm talking about that book those books made me love this trope so much because even though oh my god A Thousand Boy Kisses is another example. But even though it is so sad by the end of it, it's still such a good book because during this time of them losing time, they get to realize the beauty of life in general and then you get to see so many quotes and so many moments and it's just like... So yes, I do love this trope a lot, a lot, a lot. Friends to Lovers. We're going to put it in... She's a little cute because just Friends to Lovers... It really depends because immediately you start the book and they're friends already not much can happen you know so yeah it's it's, she's a little cute um now yeah not much to say about that one good boy bad girl now this one also she's a little cute i've only read one book with this trope and i don't think i ever finished it even (laughs) but i do think it's a really interesting trope because it is a switch up from the bad boy good girl And mostly, most of the time, the bad girl is just a little bit more adventurous, I would say. Or has more issues to deal with. And then the good boy is just trying to be nice. Um, Yeah, I do do like this trope. Not one of the best, but yeah. And then bad boy, bad girl, where they're both bad. Again, she's a little cute. I wouldn't say much about it because I haven't read this trope that much. But it is a very interesting genre. I guess it would be an enemies to lovers as well um yeah okay so the last one guys because it's been 30 minutes (laughs) abduction to love now when I think about this I think immediately to mafia so I would put this in she's a little cute as well because how do you fall in love with you with someone who kidnapped you I mean I know fiction is fiction but only fiction is able to do that somebody kidnapped me in real life i'm trying to die or escape like there ain't no falling in love i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah we'll put it in she's a little cute because it makes me question life a little bit but yeah okay that's it hope you guys enjoyed this episode um this was very 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 long <laughs> um because yeah there's a lot of things that i don't like um i hope you enjoyed the episode therefore though i can't speak despite my ranting and yeah i think yeah that's it that's all i have to say i'll see you guys next time i'll put some recommendations down below for some of these tropes and yeah that's it i love you bye